um, being instead of shiftless, instead of loneliness, instead of self-deprecation, versus hanachas atzmuse, which I translated yesterday as putting yourself on the side. Thank you very much. The, the verse says the humble ones or those who have suffered will rejoice in Hashem. And our problem with this verse was it seems that humility, when you're in a state of self-deprecation and loneliness, so you're able to handle the things that happen to you because of your lack of self-importance versus when you're in a state of joy, um, joy is about being emotional and feeling yourself. And we say when people are very happy, um, joy breeds, excitement breeds excitement, and you want to be the BMOC, the big man on campus, you want to spread out, you want to talk, you may be a silent person, but when you're happy, you want to share and talk about yourself and what you're doing. So joy transforms the, the person who is silent and bashful and makes him the life of the party. But joy is about spreading out, expression, being in the center, versus that self-deprecation is the opposite. So our question was, how can the, the verse say that the humble ones will increase their joy? What does that mean? So what we began, the kernel, the essence of the idea that we're going to learn is that joy, real joy comes from a karasa emes. Joy comes from recognizing the truth. And the truth is that um, all the blessings that we have are gifts from Hashem, and it's not things that we deserve. And the more we, we appreciate um, the gifts that God gives us and how we aren't really in a position to demand, the more happy we'll be with what God gives us. That's, that's a, a, a theme that the Mimer says. Hakorasa emes, recognizing the truth. So it's not that you are, um, you feel yourself to be a shemendrik, you feel yourself to be a, a, a doormat, but it's you are able to put yourself aside for the sake and favor of the truth. The truth is that what you have is a gift of Hashem. And because of your realization that what you have is a gift of Hashem, that allows you to... Um, to to be happy with what you have. That's the that's the basic gist of the first section, but we didn't explain it yet. So let's we're gonna go into this and explain this and bring this home. To explain what we're talking about, not only is humility a vessel for joy, but humility causes joy. And it's exactly the opposite of feeling yourself. Feeling yourself, not only is feeling yourself not a vessel for joy, that means if you feel yourself, not only is your joy not perfect, but on the opposite, the feeling yourself is a reason for sadness. There was a, a tzaddik, he asked one of his chassidim, how do you feel? So he responded in Yiddish, ich feel sich nicht gut, which literally means I don't feel good. But the if you were to... That's the way, what it means. The literal translation is, I feel myself not good. Huh. So as the Rebbe said, as we feel, it's always sad. 
The reason. <laughs> no, that's not. I, 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 it's in the print. I'm not making this up. It's in the script. It's known the nature of a snake is to always be sad. But why is the snake sad? It's not because the snake is missing anything. It's not the snake is missing. It is lacking its sustenance because its sustenance is always there. This, what's the sustenance of a snake? A snake gets its energy from the earth. And there's earth everywhere. So a snake is not upset about the fact that it doesn't know how to support itself and its family. The snake has plenty of, um, of riches all around it. The snake has its, its, its earth around it. Rather, the snake's sadness is nature, is natural to it. Why? Where does it come from? The very first snake, which we know the serpent is the Eight Sahara's evil inclination that convinced Adam and Eve to sin. What is the snake? The snake is feeling yourself. That is what the snake is. Snake is you're feeling yourself. And that's why the snake is always sad, because feeling yourself is a reason to be sad, even though it would seem that when you feel yourself, so you feel good things happen that, that happen to you even more, you feel you're good more, so it would seem that if you feel yourself, so, so if you feel good, you feel very good. That's what you think. You think <laughs> that's, I, that, that's that you're, you're in the book. That that's what we think. Yeah. The, the the good sign you feel you feel you're good more. So you should have been happier. But not only are you not happy, but on the contrary, feeling yourself is a cause for sadness. The truth is that feeling yourself does cause you to be happy. You feel the good you have very much. But that joy, but this joy, first of all, is not real joy. It's not joy. It says, this joy isn't joy. And not only is it not joy, this joy breeds sadness. I'm happy because I have this, and therefore I'm very happy because I have something very good. So that happiness isn't real, isn't happiness. Not only is it not happiness, that happiness actually breeds sadness, and there's two reasons why reasons why it breeds sadness. Aleph number one. Someone who feels themselves, someone who's into into um, how they feel, and, they, and that that um, that is a a um, emblematic of someone who is mistaken about who they are. Just like you're mistaken about the good that you have, you're also mistaken about who you are. Someone who feels himself. Someone, it sounds like, I mean, everyone feels himself, right? What does it mean to someone who feels himself? Someone who is totally focused on on themselves and how they feel. It's It's, it's, they're the center of, of, of gravity. They're the center of, of the universe. Someone who is, and I'm not saying this is an uncommon thing, this is a normal thing, unfortunately. But this is, if someone is in that state of feeling themselves, they end up making a mistake about themselves, and they make a mistake about their family, and about all their affairs. that he thinks about himself, he is wise, he is a wise man, He's an understanding man. He's a knowledgeable man. He knows everything. He understands everything. 
and he glorifies himself in his deliberate behavior, and he prides himself in his knowledge, and his good understanding, and he prides himself in his in his in his perspective. So somebody who feels himself makes a mistake both about his the good in himself and the good in his family. He thinks he is the smartest. He understands everything. He is, adorns himself with his good behaviors. Look at me. And he thinks about how his knowledge and he thinks about his perspective on life because, you know, this is the way you're supposed to think. And even if he does not know Torah, nevertheless, he interferes in when there's a discussion about Torah and a decision based upon Torah, he mixes into the conversation with a with arrogance. And if he does know a little bit of Torah, there is no end to his arrogance. He will speak about his own praise, and he will seek his glory. He will seek, you know, that his glory should be defended. And he'll speak about his greatness. And he'll speak about how great his family is. And their great virtues. And all of how all of his are just so amazing. The that everything that he has in is good and beneficial. It's just hunky dory. We're not talking about being happy with what you have. Rather, Rather, because of his arrogance, he is mistaken about who he is, and he's mistaken about who his family is. The Be'emis, the truth is, in his there's an absolute mistake, that he also has faults, so to do his children, so do other mistakes in all of his affairs. And other people, and other children, and the other people's things going on, they, there's good there too. So, so his his lens that he sees in himself and rose-colored glasses and his family and everything he does and the way he looks at things and his, his knowledge and his perspective, he thinks that's all amazing. That that's his perspective because he feels himself to be this way, he, because he feels himself, because he feels himself, and he he is the center of gravity. Therefore, he is. Um, that's the way he looks at everybody. He, he, he looks at, at, at himself and his family as amazing, and he looks at everybody else doesn't see that good. But the truth is, he's making a mistake. He has faults. His family has faults, and other people have good good virtues too. What's going on is, as the Talmud says, a person does not see a fault in himself. And on himself, and on his children, on his affairs. He looks with a good eye, and he magnifies the good. And in all his faults, even the biggest kinds of faults, his love for himself covers those faults. And he's mistaken about his virtues. And he's mistaken about his goodness. He's mistaken about who he is entirely. Because of his mistake, he thinks he deserves. Like we see clearly by many people who are God fearing, that they act with very, very from, very religious. They act from and they act in a beautiful way, both regarding themselves 
and regarding their, their, their family and the way they educate their family. Sometimes they influence others too. And certainly they influence their surroundings. It's great to have good friends. When you have a good friend, so that, that inspires others. If you're a friend of someone else and you're a good person, so that make that your friend also act differently. But among those people who are doing, they're educating their family and they're doing great things and influencing others, among those people, there are those who make a mistake about themselves. Lacks to think, because of their good actions, because of their good behavior, they think because they act in such an admirable way, they deserve that God should treat them differently than others. God should give them blessing in nachas and their children, and in health and in parnasa in livelihood, in a totally different way than the way God treats others. They think that because of what they're doing, they deserve, because of their upright behavior, they deserve, they deserve a lot. The that although this is true, that their behavior is good, and sometimes not just it's good, sometimes it's really good, it's, it's, it's high quality. But that's the way it's Supposed to be, and if it's not that way, there's a there's a deficiency. So the fact that, that they're behaving in a good way, it's not a virtue. That's just filling a void. In other words, if they would make, if they would not behave that way, that would be a deficiency. That would be that would be some problem in themselves. The fact that they're showing up and they're acting in a good way, that's the way it's meant to be. They're just doing what they're supposed to do. They're not acting in a way that is um, excessively good, they're just showing up in what they're supposed to do. You hear this, Doctor? I do hear it. Okay. But they're making a mistake. He said this morning, I said this morning, do you hear it? He says, do I have a choice? Ah. Right. No, I said, here we go. Which I say all the time. Okay. So, Which means so I've overcome my laziness. And I'm going into the right direction. So, so he's he's pointing out that your reaction, do, do I have a choice, is what I was talking about. I, I'm, no, I'm, I know. I'm, I don't I'm, understand it in the way you meant it. Some people, when they do something good, they have this, this <laughs> a theme song that's playing. Yeah. Yankel the mitzvah. Yankel the mitzvah. Look, I yankel is doing a mitzvah, right? Yeah. So, 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 um, Rebbe's saying that that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be you look at, at the things you're doing and say that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and if and if you think that you're 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 doing you're amazing about because just because you're doing what you're supposed to do, so that's what actually makes you sad. Yeah. Because you think like I deserve a whole different. Why is Hashem treating me the same as treating everybody else? I deserve far much more. I'm I'm better than everybody else. I'm doing amazing things. So that says that's because of you're looking at you. You feel yourself because you feel yourself. You don't get who you are. You don't get who your family is. You don't get what you're doing. You don't you don't you don't understand what's going on. They're making a mistake about themselves. Because they feel themselves. Someone who feels himself is, makes a mistake about himself to think he deserves. So therefore, whatever he has is not going to make him happy. People are happier about getting a present than getting paid. 